We seek God's help and forgiveness. We seek refuge in God from the evil within ourselves and the consequence of our evil deeds. Whoever God guides will never be led astray, and whoever God leads astray will never find guidance. I bear witness that there is no God but God alone without any partners, and I bear witness that Muhammad is God's servant and God's messenger. You who believe, be mindful of God as is God's due, and make sure you devote yourselves to God to your dying moment. September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. The goal of this month is to increase the social awareness around the fact that suicide is preventable. As a mental health professional and as a human being, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. During this kutbah, I would like to have some real talk around the subject of suicide, share with you what I find to be the answer to preventing it, an answer provided to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and lastly, challenge you with a few tasks that you can do every day to be a participant in the effort to build stronger, healthier communities and prevent suicide. I'd like to open with the story of a man who suffered from bipolar disorder and one day found himself riding on a bus to the Golden Gate Bridge. During this bus ride, he was in visible distress. To quote him, I'm sitting there and I'm crying my eyes out, hoping for one individual on this bus crowded with people to look at me and say, sorry, hey kid, are you okay? To say, hey kid, can I help you? Is there something wrong? To reach out, to touch me, to see my pain. No one did, and in fact, the bus driver shooed him off the bus as the man stood on the bridge contemplating jumping, he says it inside. He was begging for someone to come up to him, to talk to him, to ask him if he was okay. Someone did come up to speak to him, but that person asked him to take her picture. At this point, the man said to himself, no one cares, and he jumped from that bridge. I know this is an uncomfortable topic. It makes me even wiggle in my seat and tap dance a little bit as I stand here. And I imagine that one of the first things that a lot of us think is, Astaghfirullah, may God forgive me. A lot of us, myself included, focus on the sin of it. I want to challenge us to reframe our focus when we think about suicide and what it means to be a person in despair and pain who feel like they have no other alternative. Let's start by recategorizing suicide as a scream for help, released from the bondage of pain and despair. In the movie, Girl Interrupted, one of the characters who had been hospitalized for some suicidal behavior, she's quoted as saying, I didn't try to kill myself. I was just trying to make the pain stop. She just wanted the pain to stop. Religion, religiosity, and spirituality have shown to be powerful deterrents to suicide. We are blessed to have this tool at our disposal. How can we build on the spiritual practice of kindness and compassion in our communities to offer support to those dealing with emotional distress? Every one of us is fighting a battle of some sort. 
Some are greater than others. Alhamdulillah, I have been blessed in this life with smaller battles, but I spend many of my days considering the battle of others. I work in the mental health field, so I have a lot of experience in engaging others around deep emotional and sometimes physical pain and distress. The reasons are endless. Consider the pain of someone who is being abused and has nowhere to turn. Consider our elders as they began to deal with age-related changes and decline. Consider the distress of our servicemen and women reintegrating into a normal world, returning home to a family that just doesn't understand your needs. Imagine the daily stress and trauma of those engaged or experiencing urban warfare on a daily basis. And most distressing to me, consider the disheartening number and the circumstances of commercially sexually exploited youth. To bring it closer to home, do me a favor, take a look at your sister next to you. Go ahead. Now imagine the worst pain possible. Consider what you don't know about your sister next to you and the battle she might be fighting. Consider that she is fighting that battle alone for whatever reason it might be. Her own guilt, shame, the fact that she is alone, fear of vulnerability, fear of how others may treat her if she were to open up, fear of not being a good Muslim. In many cases, this is what leads a person to make a choice to make the pain stop. In many cases, it is not rational to us, but again, what we need to do is walk in someone else's shoes and imagine carrying someone else's pain and the depth of that pain. Someone shared with me a powerful quote by Dr. Hatoud who said, when someone dies by suicide, it is not the failure of that person, but the failure of the community. Now we, as a community, may not be able to address or fix that pain or bear that burden for that person, but your kindness and compassion is the start to lifting that weight just a little. We can step up to a fellow human being in distress and simply ask, are you okay? Like that man needed someone to do for him. You are enough and God in all, every single one of the spiritual path has commanded it of you. Now I know this feels really, really big right, and heavy. But consider the concept of kiss, okay? Now, I don't use the term stupid, so I'm going to say keep it simple, sisters or sirs. <laughs> um, it starts with a smile for your fellow human being. It starts with an assalamu alaikum to your sisters as you enter sacred spaces. It starts with taking the Women's Mosque of America's come-as-you-are policy truly to heart and embracing the spirit of its intention. Now, Jiba Saeed said something in her Qiyam um, during Iftar or during Ramadan that was truly significant to me and I want you to reflect on it. The worst thing that you can do to a person is to use that person's belief to damage a person. Unfortunately, this is one of the reasons some of us find ourselves in this space. Perhaps someone made us feel unwelcome or less Muslim in the most sacred spaces that we have, the space that's supposed to be the most welcoming and sacred. Let's not do this to each other. 
Muslims, we have problems too. Smile at your sisters and brothers, but not too big at the brothers though. Be careful, watch out for that, okay? Give them a warm greeting, especially to those you don't know. In her talk, Ustada Hosai provided us with an inspirational challenge to increase our own self-awareness so that we might be closer to God. Many times, our focus as a community is off a little bit. We place our entire spiritual effort on rituals and think that that is enough, when in fact it is only one portion of what God commands us to do. In fact, on the scale of God, what weighs heavier is not the deeds that we do solely to benefit our own souls, but rather what we do to benefit and serve God's creation. So a person who fasts and remains in the corner of their house or the masjid spends their entire lifetime embedded in spiritual prayer, sometimes we see them as, wow, spiritually superior. But was this the example of the prophet, peace be upon him? Was he wielding Quran as a weapon to those in distress? Was he in his house or at the masjid all day long? Or was he out in the community in the service of the poor and the needing and tending to the concerns of those in his care and around him? In our quest to increase our level of worship and be closer to God, a path to that closeness is our service and compassion to others. God tells us this in Surah Al-Ma'un. Has thou ever considered the one who gives the lie to all moral law? Behold, this is the kind of person that thrusts the orphan away, feels no urge to feed the needy. Woe then unto those praying ones whose hearts from their prayers are remote, those who want only to be seen and praised and deny all assistance to their fellow humans. Again, let me emphasize, woe to those who pray, whose hearts are absent from their prayers, who pray to be seen but forego the small kindness. One of the myths about suicide is that it happens out of nowhere. The signs are all around us, but we can't begin to see them if we don't prepare the way with kindness and compassion. Now, I admit all pain isn't obvious. We may not encounter a person who is in obvious distress for us to respond to and create the space of connection in our daily activity, our daily connections with people is the answer. Let us strive to emulate the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, who was known for his kindness and compassion for others by remembering that suicide is about pain and despair. And setting this daily example, we create a pathway for our sisters, brothers, family, friends, coworkers, to seek our aid fear, free from fear of judgment or further wounding. Let us not allow our fear of the taboo, the fear of sin or religiosity to keep us from connecting with your sisters and brothers. This is the first step. I say what I have said. May God forgive all of us. Alhamdulillah, all praises are due to God. In this section of the khutbah, I'd like to add some things of a practical nature. There's pain all around us, even in our Muslim communities. The friend who put me on this path to raise awareness was a young Muslima who shared with me her three attempts to take her life because she couldn't share her pain with those around her, even those closest to her because of the judgment and what I like to call Muslim shaming. Remember, we are all fighting a battle let us be kind 
and be open and always treat each other how we would want to be treated. Let us educate ourselves on the signs that someone might be considering ending their life and what we can do after connecting with that person who is in emotional distress. There are such vast, vast resources out there. Um, on the table in the back, you can visit after Juma. Um, we provided some of those resources for you. Uh, these include info on signs that someone might be considering uh, suicide or ending their life, how we can respond, a list of local mental health counselors in uh, Los Angeles and Orange County, and training opportunities. Um, talk to me about bringing any of these resources to your communities. Act with compassion and respond to pain and not the traps of fear and sin. So I have a few homework assignments for you, four. Oftentimes we overwhelm ourselves with the work that needs to be done. We have to solve the homeless problem. We have to end violence against each other. But I really want you to remember to kiss. Keep it simple, sisters, okay? So number one, find a sister you don't know here today and give her a warm greeting and introduce yourself. Number two, anytime you enter a sacred space, greet those around you, not just those you know, and especially those you don't know. When someone new enters your sacred spaces, don't size them up and think about mm, what she wore and what foot she stepped in on. You guys know the, you know the drill, right? <laughs> be sure to greet them warmly. They could be someone new and interested in Islam or that greeting could save a life because you could be connecting with someone who has lost hope and entered a sacred space to find it. Be welcoming and be kind. Be loving to each other at all opportunities. One of my best memories of being in the mosque is tied into one of my worst experiences. I'll do a little self-disclosure and hope I don't cry. Um, I had miscarried for the second time and I was just simply devastated and started to bawl during a Juma. Two of my sisters, Sumeya and Shazia, on the left and the right of me, scooted in close and just silently hugged me throughout the duration of that kutba. We never spoke of it again, but it was like Allah had sent angels to me to give me kindness and love and to respond to my pain with compassion, so simply. Number four, consider thinking outside the box when it comes to zakat, which is one of our pillars of Islam, right? It's the purification of that which you own. I like to think of zakat as I'm sorry, I like to think of service um, to community others as zakat or purification of my soul, okay? So try to do one small act of kindness every day. It will refresh you, it will purify your soul, bringing you closer to the creator. But of course, please still donate generously to the Women's Mosque of America, okay? Don't forget. <laughs> Lastly and most importantly, to those of you who are here and in the midst of great burden, distress, invading thoughts, talk with someone. Find someone that you can connect with. Please don't bear it alone. God says several times, I believe four when I checked, that there will not be placed on you a burden that you cannot bear. And I believe it is because there are others in this world and here in this room who will help you bear it and with God's help relieve yourselves of it. God commands justice, doing good, and generosity toward relatives. And God forbids what is shameful, blameworthy, and oppressive. 
God teaches you so that you may take heed. Our Lord, take us not to task if we forget or fall into error. Our Lord, lay not on us a burden as you did lay on those before us. Our Lord, impose not on us that which we do not have the strength to bear. Grant us forgiveness and have mercy on us. You are our protector. Help us against those who deny truth. O oh Allah, you have promised us that with all difficulty there is ease, and this is hope. O oh Allah, let this message and those listening help to save at least one life. O oh Allah, help us all to be instruments of your promise of hope. Wa salat.